0: The Play Podcast. This is Troy and Byers and we are here um, with a, a surprise podcast, uh, and we're going to release it as soon as we finish editing it. So you're welcome. Kind of a, uh, I guess we'll just say a general NBA podcast finishing up the uh, 2021 season, talking about the playoffs and the finals. Uh, since um, obviously uh, a lot of our podcast stuff talks about the fact that we are two middle aged dads, so you can't imagine that we. Uh, I like to think that we're pretty good dads so we don't watch a whole lot of basketball no Um, but you get to save up your basketball until the end of the year and be like hey um, it's the finals I'd really like to watch a half of this game or like can we watch a half of the game and then watch our show and then maybe watch the end of the game like that's a good deal right. Is that I, what you uh, I usually rock D,
1: I'm watching on my phone while everyone else is watching something else move. Uh. I'm, I'm just sitting there and I'll be like talking to myself and like, what are you doing? I'm like watching basketball. Oh, <laughs> nobody else cares. <laughs> so,
0: um, so we'll t- we'll talk about uh, a couple of the things that we um, that were surprises or just kind of some fun observations about the playoffs to just get started. Since this was kind of a crazy playoffs, so that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this, right? If if yes. it was boring and like the Nets met the Lakers in the finals and like everything was chalk and like the oh. the seeds were just boring, like, like we would be like oh, we don't need to <laughs> playoffs.
1: It feels like when was the last time <laughs> we had playoffs this interesting?
0: The playoffs as a whole, I, I can't agree with you more. Um, toronto kind of coming out a couple of years ago when they beat the warriors was kind of like a one team surprise i would yeah. say um versus a like multiple team surprises during the playoffs True. so well, that
1: was also i mean part of that was that was lebron's first year with the lakers right so like we'd finally move yeah. lebron out of the east so the east was kind of wide mm-hmm. open for the first time in like a decade yeah and then we still had to put up with the warriors other than they lost thank goodness because that whole batman line (laughs) about living long enough to see yourself become the villain never more true than sports right we love these guys the first (laughs) time they win and then by the second third fourth we're like oh my gosh i hate these people Um, i remember telling teenagers i helped cheered for tom brady to win his first super bowl and they're like you like the patriots i like they were the underdog you don't (laughs) understand
0: they were the underdog. Yeah." although um wow we're gonna go split tangent double tangent here double tangent. um like the the rams weren't there long enough be- to become like the villain it was just like they were the like the favorite to win yeah and so i always felt like they got the like a bad rap that everyone's like oh yeah like it'll be fine i was like no that that would have been that would have been cool like the, that was that was kurt warner's first super bowl and like that would have been cool, like just because they're the favorites, you know. Um, second tangent is um, the uh, if Kevin Durant didn't join the Warriors, maybe they would have remained more likable, even though they were they were still a very good team. I think it was just kind of like the uh, the no, bad fantasy just... trade, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> where someone just owns the league for a couple of years, and you're just like, oh, really? oh, It just felt very like
1: of... uh, like yeah. late '90s, early 2000s Yankees. We're just going to buy the best yeah. player. Mm-hmm. And add him to our stacked lineup already. So now that we've yeah. changed it into both football and baseball. Um <laughs> so
0: in uh soccer, um, it's like if no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um I got nothing. <laughs> so so let's uh, jump into these. Um what do you let's just kind of trade some some surprises that you had. Um can I go first so I can get it yes. out of the way? Yes, please. Cause I because I know that you're gonna mock me. Um, So me saying it just makes me feel better about myself. Uh, The Lakers losing to the Suns in the first round was a surprise, like not to discredit the Suns. Like I thought that it was going to be a tough series. Um, Obviously they were the second seed. They had a really good regular season. Same with the jazz. We'll get to them in a, in, in a second, I'm sure. Um, But I thought that either of the two of them were going to flame out like the jazz or the Suns. Um, they just didn't seem like playoff teams. They seemed like regular season teams. Um, but so I was like, oh, when the when the Lakers drew them, I was like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. But I still wasn't super confident. I mean, they look lost. Uh, Davis was still coming back from injury. So was LeBron. Like it was a long season and then a short turnaround. All the excuses, but Anthony Davis getting hurt certainly skews the outcome but the Suns were going to make that a tough series regardless. But the fact that they, they like got them four two. Um, I mean, it doesn't, it's not a surprise when Davis goes down because that team is just so dependent on him and LeBron, um,
1: that I was just kind of surprised that it, it happened like it did. It was a, it was a pleasant surprise for some of us, um, more than others. Sorry. Um, I'm especially bitter when my team's on technically it's, it's two year uh, playoff drought now. Like I've gotten spoiled from being a Spurs <laughs> fan for all these years. So it's always like, yeah. How many yeah. Years you was won't it? talk about us. It was, I don't know how many years did Duncan play. Right. Um, uh, 20, 99, 19, yeah. something like yeah. that. So 20. Yeah. 20. Yeah. No, 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 no. Every year. No, no, no. Cause we 19. We you're, you're right. Cause he's been out for two years. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we obviously yeah. sucked to get Tim Duncan. So, yes, yeah. um, and then we had the, the good run. Yeah. Um, and it went a little past Timmy. We made it the year after, I think. <laughs> he was there. But uh no, that was a surprise. Um that that they came out. I'm with you, especially with the short season and the funky season, the short, the short off season and the shortened mm-hmm. season and just the craziness. It was kind of like a lot of these teams, especially like the Lakers, especially LeBron more than anybody else, probably like kind of coasting a little bit because they're just they're just worn out. Yeah. Um, especially those teams that went all the way to the end in the bubble. Yeah. Lakers and and the heat and stuff like they had hardly no, any off season. It was almost nothing. Um, Just turn around and play. And so they were just going to get in, you know, like we'll do what we have to do to get in, um, fight through injuries, which that's, that's gotta be the major story. As we talked about the playoffs, like Mm -hmm. hardly a team in this bracket that didn't have a major piece. Right. Miss some games. Um, That's a big deal. Right.
0: And in the bucks and the suns, We'll get to that a little bit later. They weren't um, they weren't an exception to that. They just had it in like players that they're impact players, but they're not stars where everybody else had a star go down pretty much. Kind of.
1: Although the Bucks did miss Miss Giannis for
0: it's true. Game or two. For, but yeah. They mm-hmm. also got
1: like I mean, we had those that was one lame, a lame surprise. Most surprises were good. There was a yeah. lame surprise. You're in the middle of the Eastern Conference Finals, and the best player on both teams is injured. Like no Trey <laughs> Young, no Young no Giannis. You're like, what what are we doing? Like yeah. um that, that happened round before. Didn't Embiid miss some time in that series too?
0: Yeah. And and didn't Giannis miss um at the the second to last game of the Nets series too and they closed them out without him? No, no, he I missed think one he was game there for Game, game Seven. But, yeah, but he missed one game in that series, or did he not? See, I he actually he was just questionable.
1: That's right. Okay, um, he might have, but mean um, yeah. Seriously, just go down the list. Like Donovan Mitchell missed some time for the Jazz, Chris Paul mm-hmm. missed some time for Phoenix. I think yep. in those middle rounds, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray was totally out before out, the playoffs started yep. for the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Missed time for the clips. Luca didn't miss any games, but I don't think you could tell he was. He I was saw a couple himself. of those like, games. Yeah. His, there back was like was killing him. Yeah. Well, I mean, him coming down to a human level, um, mm-hmm. you could tell mm-hmm. he was just not the same anymore. Yeah. Um, of course, the Lakers, um, as we already mentioned, Embiid missed some time for Philly. Brooklyn was just all beat up. Harden and Kyrie both missing time. Yep. Um, Giannis missed time. Prey missed time. Jalen Brown was out for the Celtics. Like, other than, like, I didn't know that, I couldn't remember if Portland had anybody out at any point in time. Mm-mm, not that I could remember. Um, and of course, you had, like, Memphis and the Knicks, who were just, like, young teams that. Yeah, was, they were like, there to get some got experience. In, but, yeah. I mean, it was kind of shocking in both, well, I mean, the Knicks being as high as they were it was incredible. But, um, you know, in old terms, in old ways, Memphis wouldn't have even been in, in yeah. the old system. But we added mm-hmm. the new weird, funky play-in. Yeah. Um, which personally, not a fan. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a waste of time to, to throw think so these too. little like one game yep. things at these guys, especially in a shortened season. If you want to switch to an all single elimination format, I'm all game mm-hmm. for that conversation because I personally yeah. love March Madness more than the NBA playoffs simply for that reason. Like, right. It's just more exciting. Um, yeah. You get more of that David knocking off Goliath stuff when that's so hard to do in a seven game series. But this weird, oh, we're going to try and incentivize some of these teams to, to keep trying when they're out of the playoff race and, and dangle this play in thing. Like, no, I don't think it worked well. And it was just kind of boring. Um, and almost went chalk like Memphis knocking off Golden the State Warriors. Like the, only... the
0: Warriors were leading the Lakers for a lot of that game. Uh, like I was genuinely worried as a Lakers fan, like, Oh my gosh, are they going to, are they going <laughs> like to sneak them, into although... the playoffs? <laughs>
1: um other than you would have got to play memphis so i mean you still would have had a shot to get in Yeah, that's true that's true um so i mean we almost ended up it, it was like the seven and eight still made it in the east and like the seven and nine made it in the west or something like that so i mean it didn't really change anything and it just added this extra little bit to these guys that were already exhausted so
0: yeah um so speaking of a couple of things that you hit on there um that was one of the a couple of the surprises that i had was even without murray like the nuggets getting swept by the suns in that second round was
1: just really surprising to me like, like, after the surprise of the first round it was like yeah. okay maybe the suns are legit but it was hard to tell like was that just ad being out mm, and lebron mm-hmm. just being gassed like yeah you could almost tell more from the way he talked about it that like He's just like, you know what? I'm good. Eighties hurt. We won last year. I'm exhausted. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he still didn't put up good numbers and stuff, but right there was a there was a different feeling watching them play shorthanded than like the Clippers playing shorthanded <laughs> and stuff.
0: They're just not that deep. They're they're, they're, a, that too. they're, they're yeah they're a, zero they're depth. A, <laughs> yeah, they have a they have a good team of supporting characters, but no secondary like. And Schroeder, like, um, I don't have the stats in front of me. Like, he didn't step up in any way to kind of necessarily help. No, he just seemed to fade. take just on just that load too. Yeah. I'm um,
1: mm-hmm. speaking as the guy who owned him in fantasy. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I was after the surprise of them getting by the Lakers like, all right, they'll get the nuggets. This ought to be an interesting series. And then boom, they just smash him. Just owned it. Yeah. It, it just kind of showed me that
0: like uh, Michael Porter jr. Is nowhere near as ready. Like, um, in like terms of like fantasy, you're like, Oh, okay. He turned the corner. He's like a productive player, but like he is not ready to play a second fiddle to Jokic. Yeah. Um, On that team. And they used to be a really deep team to, um, kind of weather some of these storms and everybody just kind of missed the, the memo that Murray was out and they needed to step up their game. And so, yeah. Um, the the other thing um, that it's less of a surprise than just kind of an observation, just kind of like, oh, that's interesting, was the Hawks just smashing the, oh, the Knicks in the first round because everyone was just talking about the Knicks being good again. You know, yeah. hey, we're the fourth seed. Like, this is going to be awesome. And we've got the Lowly Hawks where it's a young team with Trey Young and, like, just this cast of, like, young dudes. And, like, they're kind of one of those weird teams that – whenever you're sitting there in the offices and you're just like why are they spending money on all of these old dudes like Galinari right. and um uh that's where the Bogdanovich went right yeah yeah and I think so yeah and you're just like oh, okay it it makes sense surround him with shooters surround him like with some good guys they've got um Capella and um and uh john collins like they've got great depth but do they have a star other than call other than trey young uh probably not Not really no but and he he just murdered
1: the Knicks. yeah like it felt that. very iverson-esque like yeah. the one iverson run that's it a great call. A little short um mm-hmm. it made it it made it bittersweet i'm sure when he knocks out the sixers like you're getting the iverson comps so they should be mm-hmm. feeling some love but also like oh he's not on our team though
0: um <laughs> Yeah, because that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is it goes into the the Hawks beating the Sixers? Like, I I would have never picked no. that. Like, no, no way. Like, I thought no. that this was the year that the Sixers like either figure it out, um, in that they were they were set up to meet uh, the uh, Brooklyn in the in the finals. Like, if the bracket kind of goes exactly like it should, with the one and the two seed. Um, And both of them get out like it's, it's the bucks and the Hawks and you're just like, what? Which is why it's always funny that people are like, Oh, no one's going to watch these, these NBA finals. Like these playoffs are boring. It's all small market teams, except for like the, the Clippers. And it's like, these were awesome. Like, like I I watched, I watched all the highlights. I mean, I didn't watch every game, but I watched most of the highlights, even like even into the first round, you know, the bucks uh, finally exacting or being able to exact revenge from last year when they lost to Miami, who obviously went on to the finals, kind of getting a bucks esque run like that they had this year. Uh, But they were obviously the better team. The bucks were last year and the heat, I think they took them four-one, and then the Bucks just decided, like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna handle our business in the first round, and it's the, they're the exact same teams. Yeah, like I, nobody was cage. hurt on 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 the Heat. They just lost four nothing. Like, and that was it,
1: it was like yeah and like oh, okay. the, the very first game that he had it like it was close i, I watched mm, i caught mm. the very end of that game and middleton hits this shot to win the game for the bucks you know and they go crazy and you're like all right well, we got it we got you know they snuck this one in mm-hmm. looks like we got ourselves a series and then nope yeah nope they just turned it on and i mean that's that's going to be a repeating theme is is Giannis and the bucks finding another level and just knocking people out
0: yeah what was another um what another one of those that you
1: had um, um and, and there's tons of surprises so i, yeah, I know there's that tons this of stuff uh, we touched on luca already mm, mm-hmm. um but oh my gosh like those first few games especially before he was getting hurt uh when well, I mean, we talked about luca we talked about trey like what are the chances in the next five years that we get a hawks mavs final at some point we mm-hmm. get to watch a seven game series of luca and trey just go at each other yeah. like that's the possibilities are mouthwatering right there. That'd be so fun. (laughs) Um, If Luca could just get traded to the Spurs, I'd be a happy person, but that's never (laughs) going to happen. Um, Can we, can we hang out there for like two seconds? I, I was
0: following that series. Like I, I just, I kind of hitched my wagon to like, um, Luca like I had a feeling that the Lakers were probably going to bow out early and I was like "Ah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna watch Luca like the entire playoffs and I was like oh they're gonna beat the Clippers because they were up they were up 3-1
1: and 3-1 I think they were yeah and and they were killing them
0: yeah yeah and and I was just and I of course don't like the Clippers because I'm a Lakers fan and they're like oh okay we're gonna come in we're gonna even going back to like the uh Chris Paul, um, Blake Griffin, uh, Lob City stuff like oh we're gonna take over L.A. It's like no, no you're not. You're not. So, Sorry. But, yeah, um, so I think that that one could have been really fun. Like even like if like even more surprises in here because then you get that um, that second round matchup of the Jazz and the De- and the Mavericks mm-hmm. instead of the Clippers. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I was sad to see that. Uh, happen, but I mean, it's kind of fun whenever you see like a guy like um, uh, Terrence Mann um, <laughs> getting the lights, <laughs> just light it, light it up, and like it's it's not even Kawhi or anybody, you know. It's no. just it, those are cool stories, you know. Yeah. So.
1: Um, and the Clippers, man. Speaking of speaking of the Clippers, like fighting through that second round, mm-hmm. um, getting getting through Utah without Kawhi down that stretch was. That was embarrassing
0: yeah. for the Jazz. Like I, I know be, that like, I, I try not to like, like say like these are professional athletes, and like you said, Mitchell had some some injury concerns. How many? But did he miss like? A he didn't miss any of that one. He missed. I, yeah. I missed
1: like two games of the first round. Oh, Okay, maybe he was back by the middle of that Grizzly series, and he's back. finally there. Gobert. They have no excuse. Like yeah. they were were an
0: extremely deep team and had to deal with a lot of things coming in and out like all year long you know i mean and all of them just kind of decided not to play or or just kind of uh, fell apart like in that series like i just don't know what to say like on a absolutely like on a basketball level other than it was just disappointing that it wasn't more competitive so
1: yeah um because it, it would have been really fun to watch the Suns and Jazz go at each other. Yeah, too. after I you was could just tell. talking
0: mess about of them, right? Yeah, <laughs> the, that I um, thought that I one mean, of the know, two of them wasn't was, going to get there. It was
1: really awesome to see the Clippers do that, but then they mm-hmm. turned around and got behind against the Suns, and you could just tell like they didn't have enough. They they started running out of gas in that series. Like so, they'd already been down, had the huge comeback against Dallas to win that series. Y mm-hmm. goes down, but they still knock off the Jazz, and it was just one too many hurdles, and most. Uh, A lot of them, they put themselves in. I mean, they just kept getting down, two nothing, two nothing, two nothing. Yeah,
0: that's when I was really watching a lot of their games, or at least like watching like uh, like the like the fifteen minute game, like condensed game highlights, and like Ricky Jackson and um, like DeMarcus Cousins, and like like we already talked about Terrence Mann, and I think I'm, I'm 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 missing one other person on the Clippers, but. Every single one of those dudes was just raining threes and caught fire like every single time. Morris had some crazy games, yes. That's the person I was thinking of. Um,
1: Yep, thank you. Yeah, he he had like 24 points one game, and it was like he hit like six threes or something crazy. It was just all (laughs) almost all three pointers. (laughs) Oh, it was nuts.
0: Yeah, um, let's see here. We're almost breaking down every single one of these series. We are this was gonna happen. I wasn't our plan at all. We were gonna be all condensed (laughs) and short, and that never works. Uh, let's transition to the Nets. Uh, I, I, they've
1: been kind of hanging in the background and I, I can't wait to... we we we, we, we don't want to talk about because we don't like the Nets. Okay, we're just going to put this out here. <laughs> I especially, the, the Spurs fan, I get to hate on super teams. All right? Yes, you my, do. I, I can't say anything about them. Yeah. I, I'm dreading like we have all this cap room this year. I'm a little scared. I'm not that scared, but I'm like Popovich is like the Olympic coach. He's got all these connections. We're just gonna end up with this, and I'm gonna hate the Spurs. I have to move on. But No, I I've never been a fan of the Super Team. Like let's just bring all these superstars in and yeah. do this. And so there's a part of me that's like, yay, they lost, but they only lost because they got hurt. Like they took yeah. that. They took the Bucks to the edge. Yeah, with just a rant, basically. Right. Harden mm-hmm. um, finally made it back. He played some, but he wasn't 100. percent And Kyrie was pretty much out for most of that series. And so, if they ever manage to put together a healthy run of those three guys, that's a scary team. Yeah, especially if they surround them with the right players.
0: Because like, I don't think Blake Griffin's the right guy to to to
1: match with them. Even though he played like I don't pretty know well in some ways. As long as as long as he's willing to acknowledge, hey, I'm maybe the fourth best player on this team which yeah. I think he did he until did. they were hurt. Like, and it's kind of mm-hmm. nice to have that guy. That was the only reason they, they got as far as they did, partially was because he could remember that he's Blake Griffin yeah. um, when he needed to be, but he doesn't have to be. Um, that's the big thing. If they can find a couple bigs to just eat up some space still and, and do yeah. a few things down there, control yep. control the paint at least, not let anybody just run all over you, um, then, then they could be super scary. Yeah, which is why DeAndre Jordan, like,
0: makes sense for them. But also, he's, like, a, also doesn't because he's, like, a, a bygone era type center. But like, a little too yeah. past the prime. Yeah. Nick Claxton is, like, the opposite end of the spectrum, too. He's, like, too young to be playing big minutes for them, too. So maybe next year he's even more dangerous and plays that, like, really well, and which sucks because it's, like, I.
1: they don't need any more help. So. No. No. Uh, Although but, we, we we just untapped this whole new level of Giannis in the finals that maybe we'll just get to keep around some we'll we we'll get to that but. <laughs> uh, the 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 you mentioned it
0: before but the Trey and Aiden uh, DeAndre Aiden on the Phoenix Suns like coming out party uh, after years of being like the Doncic like also rans like was <laughs> right. kind of like he was at home and then like. They're out there, like, and both of their teams make deep runs. I mean, obviously, Phoenix almost wins the championship. Trey gets to the uh, conference finals, which was way better than what they thought was kind of a, a good for them. You know, being in the Definitely, shadow of especially being, Trey.
1: I mean, when yeah. you're directly swapped for a guy after mm-hmm. the tra- like they they drafted the opposite guys and then traded them, like, yeah, that's always going to be the guy that he's looking at. You know, mm-hmm. that I want to, I got to be better than him. Like, I yeah. make this justified
0: trade so yeah the eight and one makes sense he was a consensus number one player that year he's a big you pair him with booker who's like super young and you don't want like too many ball dominant guys i mean it can work in a place like golden state but like a lot of people traditionally are just like "Uh, maybe we don't want this other guy like taking the shine off of our our franchise guy um but at the the same time i i wouldn't kill the the suns too much After after they they did that, uh, even though Doncic seems like he's just going to be a transcendent superstar, um, but the, people had their ideas. But that's a that's a that's a hard decision to make come uh, come draft night, you know. So yeah, um, you you touched on the injuries, obviously played a part in the season. Do you think like the NBA shortens the season at any, at any point? Like no. do they keep this number. I think that it's just totally a,
1: like, we had to smash it in here. Yeah. So, like, Although, I mean, I think they've already announced that it's back to normal. Back, back to year. normal. Yeah. Normal schedule, 82 games, all that. I, with all these professional sports, there's just so much money at stake that yeah. that's going to rule the day, at the end of the mm-hmm. day. They, they can all talk about whatever they want, but
0: which is why we have a 17th game in uh, the NFL next year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Talk
1: about a game that has no business playing no anymore. Business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No need for it. But, hey, why not make another billion dollars or whatever for another week of football or whatever it is? So,
0: Yeah. The last thing I have here, do you have something um, in kind of the
1: playoff stuff still left? Um, I just have a question on Ben Simmons. Oh, I love it. The Sixers, right? Like, mm-hmm takes so much grief and i get it like mm-hmm. he's supposed to be a superstar yeah like that's that's the expectation that's all the the time it's you know simmons and beat simmons and beat the dude averaged 12 9 and 8 in the playoffs this year like almost averaged a triple double i realized that 12 points is low on the superstar side and that's the big problem is that he doesn't shoot which is just Sad. Like this is your job. I used to make fun of Shaq because he couldn't shoot free throws. Like, this is this is your profession. Okay. This is like me not knowing how to find a scripture or something. Like I don't even know what the (laughs) equivalent is. Um You not being good at sword drills. Is that in the Bible? I mean, like, I'm supposed, you know, I gotta know some of these things. Um but I just don't see all the Ben Simmons must get traded. Ben Simmons must get like just super hype for he's gotta go, he's gotta go, he's gotta go. Like I feel bad for this dude.
0: I feel really bad for him. I feel like he he came at a lo- he came along at a very bad time for his skill set. I think he would have been awesome in like the eighties, nineties, like where he didn't have to uh, necessarily shoot and people would just leave him alone about um, shooting three pointers, you know. Um, and but he absolutely lives in this day and age and like you just especially like i love nba twitter I, i know that i'm sad i'm a sad individual but like the reason i'm on twitter is because of nba twitter because it's just so much fun the memes are fun like i love it's a perfect um uh package for that type of highlight you know like a baseball highlight is like oh okay but like a basketball highlight like all i have to do is like scroll through my feed and it's just like oh um, uh, Mikhail Bridges or Miles Bridges just had the dunk of, like, the whole season, like, and you get to see it, like, immediately, you don't have to, like, go yeah. stop what you're doing and go do something else, you know, um, and so just him getting just run through everybody, like, online, because he's just so scared to shoot a shot. Is just tough to like, you just sympathize for him. But at the same time, it's like, like you said, you're a professional, like you should be working on this. And this is all anybody wants to talk about, like just work on your shot, work on your craft and figure it out. And I see all of the things that could be like Philly is, was the number one seed and they didn't even play great like all year. And that's how, that's how, that's how dominant they could be. And then you could just, you could just tell like the playoffs sort of looming again. And they're a great team, um, that you thought was going to be great. It's not like the regular season team, like like the Suns and the Jazz, yeah, like I thought, no, like, but we're then they're potential yeah. off, right? But then you kind of get into those short series, and you're just like, oh, yeah, they can game plan the mess out of Ben Simmons. And if Embiid has a bad game, like, they're, they're toast, you know? Yeah, so I don't know. I really, I think it's just fun, like like radio podcasts, like um, Sports Center talk for those guys too, like where yeah. where they can put Ben Simmons in, and um, of
1: course Daryl Morey loves to make a trade, so yeah, it's, uh, it's coming. But when when Steph Curry, not Steph Curry, when Steph <laughs> Curry drops almost 19 points a game through the playoffs, and you only hit 12, yeah, you getting outscored by the other Curry, yeah. That's, uh, when you're the fourth. Fourth option, maybe on your team. I didn't even look deep enough to see if they had someone else that topped him, too. Tobias also. Tobias Harris is way averaged over 20 for them in the playoffs.
0: Right. But he also had some, like, he loved that Ben Simmons was getting, like, torched because that means nobody touched him on his night. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the tough thing is they have, they just have some weird team building uh, issues. They're a great team. But once you, like I said, once you get into, like, these, really small series and people are seeing you every night instead of like on a back-to-back and they're like, Oh gosh, what are we going to do with these guys? Yeah. Yeah. So the last thing I had um, from the playoffs and it feeds, it's a good feed into the finals. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stoke some, some conversation here and also be cool. So it's going to backfire on me um so the league um has focused on shooting for the last several years like everybody that comes into the league you read a lot of draft stuff i'm a big draft guy and they're just like oh that can he be on the floor uh at the end of a final series oh he can't shoot so he can't be on like the floor oh he can't do this so he can't be on the floor um the league has focused on that shooting for so many years because like the warriors the nets like all these other guys who just shoot the lights out And then comes a team like the Bucks. Right. Who shoots 30% or less in every series in the playoffs from three. How do you, I'm still like, I was just doing my preparation. I was just like, how how did they do
1: that? The the Suns shot better from the floor. They shot better from three. They shot better from the free throw line. Right. And they lost. And they lost. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they, they did that the whole playoffs first round, they shot almost 30. I think it was like, maybe like 31%. And then the rest of the time you look at like those little, like Hollinger, John Hollinger was the first, not John Hollinger. Oh gosh. I can't remember. Kurt Goldsberry was the guy that created those little like (laughs) NBA Twitter, like shot charts where it shows like, Oh, here's where they like to shoot. And they showed that. And it's such an easy representation of like, okay, where's your team successful and theirs is red in the three every single series except that first series, and it's barely just normal because they shot thirty one percent. And I'm yeah. I'm just scratching my head, literally and figuratively. Um, so, uh, I, I do you think it's going to shift the league back to like a more balanced approach? You know, or do you think people are
1: just so set in their ways that they're going to be like, ah, oh, this is a one off? I think. I think the biggest thing that was different about the Bucs is that their offense came from the paint. Um, mm-hmm. I think even in this small ball, you know, the Warriors jacking up 40 million threes, mm-hmm. they controlled the paint on defense yeah. at least. Like there's a whole big yeah. thing about them losing to the Cavs. And the real reason was because Andrew Bogut was hurt. Yeah. Like, that was a huge thing for them. Cause even, even when their offense was on the outside like that, there was mm-hmm. still a presence in the middle. And yeah. I think it shifted to where it wasn't as much of an offensive presence in the middle, but they still all had it. Yeah, it was still there, and so I think it was a little different to see it offensively be there because mm-hmm. uh, Giannis's shot chart is just a bunch of dots two feet from the basket, um, which is just crazy. I mean, like they're making like Shaq comparisons to him on the right? broadcast, and, 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 at and first it's... when it first comes out of their mouth, mm-hmm. I'm just like, "You're an idiot! How can you compare?" like just in your head thinking about Shaquille O'Neal right. and mm-hmm. Giannis, It's like, no, there's not a, how are you? And then you look at like shot charts and stats and like, Oh yes, it is. It's so just think,
0: a totally different way of going about it. Right. It
1: is. And, and so I think, I think partially we might see a rise in this kind of, and Aiden's kind of there too. Cause the Aiton, Aiden, like when he was in college and coming out, seemed more like a traditional big and no, he's like, he hasn't bulked up in the same mm-hmm. way. Like, mm-hmm. He almost looks Popeye cartoon characters sometimes because he's like all skinny and has these like massive arms that dangle down. um and I think you're gonna see you know the stretch forwards this big thing I also think you're gonna see this kind of thinner like Giannis Aiton, like we're fluid and we can move but they still get yeah. their points in the paint like I think yeah. you might see more of that mm-hmm. um and uh Jokic probably plays into that some too yeah yep in a, in a even a crazier way because he's also the distributor somehow of this crazy <laughs> offensive system. I, I yep, think you're it's just going to see a favorite. lot of different things like that. Um, especially, yeah. and you know, we, we kind of kicked into this before we started the podcast, like because we're in the middle of the Olympics, right? And the team USA mm-hmm. lost today and stuff because there's just globalization of the game. And like, we're bringing yeah. in all these players from all over the world that Luca and Jokic and Giannis like just right there, like mm-hmm. three of these great players, they're not adding Mills. Good patty mills (laughs) how come patty mills doesn't play as good for the spurs as he does for the boomers that's all i want to know it's a different level when he puts on that national jersey than when he's putting on the one he gets paid for come on buddy um sorry he's a free agent he might not be my problem anymore that's true um patty mills is the guy i I pick up on my fantasy team every single year for like a three-week span and then because he's hot and then he goes cold and makes me hate myself but um, I, I think you're going to see a lot of different hybrid styles. Like just yeah. the positionless NBA is certainly not going away anytime soon. Yeah. I don't think you're going to see a decline in some of those three point things, but blending that, like the Bucks don't shoot great threes, like they're not mm-hmm. a great percentage, but they had very timely threes. Yeah. And they get some really open threes, like yep. mm-hmm. wide open because of everything Giannis does in the paint and just crashing that down and yeah. just nuts. Their best three point shooter might be Brook Lopez. I mean, he's always right. just standing out there raining. So, yeah, Con- Connaughton played a lot more minutes. He
0: took DiVincenzo's minutes, and he he had some timely threes. Bryn Forbes even played like in the not not necessarily in the finals, but no, but, uh, but the other uh, the, the series round, before. Yeah. yeah, he was just and, and of course he's going to knock down those open threes. So, um, it, it just it, it just kind of piqued my interest of. I think you're right. I think that the positionless NBA will will help some kind of outliers like these kind of happen from time to time. But I think that people will still be like, no, we don't need the traditional plotting center. That's just like Shaq is a bygone era. Yeah. Like they're looking more for a Hakeem Elijah Wan than like uh, a, a a Patrick Ewing or, or Shaq or anybody. Yeah, I think Patrick like, Ewing's are better.
1: Like yeah. they could use young Shaq still, just not old Shaq. <laughs> um young Shaq could have played in this system young young blue chips Shaq go back and watch blue yeah. chips and you're like that's Shaquille O'Neal really are you sure he's like running and Leon Badeau, Leon Badeau. <laughs> um the last time him and Penny got along um that's right
0: now I I just I, because it it really like the Suns are kind of the the poster child of like the new NBA right I mean, they, they're yeah. all shooters. They have the three and D with like
1: Mikhail Bridges. They've that's, got the, they've got like DeAndre, Ayton, roster. Right? It's DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and three and D. That, yeah. That's...
0: yeah. And so, uh, I mean, Paul obviously helped them a ton this year, make that step. Um, they needed another, they needed some more veteran leadership and they needed a, a steadying presence. It seems like Booker just doesn't want to play a uh, point guard, even though he can play point guard.
1: Yeah, um, and I think, I mean, and we'll, we'll probably get into this during our conversation. Uh, there, there's a lot of uh, Mamba mentality in Booker on purpose. <laughs> that, that, I mean, he, he wants that. He channels that. He thinks about that. Um, yeah. You know, and that's not always a good point guard mentality to have. You can't, nah. you can't have those at the same time. And, and I think Chris Paul is good for that. They talked a lot about that during the broadcast mm-hmm. of, like, Chris Paul gets mad at him for not shooting sometimes mm. like no take that like keep going like this is who you're supposed to be on our team you're supposed to be that guy yeah and when he's on man it made them really good yeah but when he gets off like what was that game three he dropped like 10 points or something yeah and They were just mm-hmm. they just looked bad in that game yep. and that that swung that momentum and they just never quite got it back
0: you alluded to this a little bit earlier but i think that's a good time to segue into it um, if you look at just the box scores like, just being that that normal, like, I pop open, like, my, my Sunday paper, and I'm looking at what happened, like, the night before at all of these, like, on these, these uh, NBA games, you would just, every single one of, like, if you looked at the averages, right, so I looked at all the averages, and, like, Phoenix, everybody shoots above, like, 45% the big shoot like above 50%. They don't go Giannis like 65% or anything like that. They all shoot from three pretty well. And they all shoot their free throws really well. Um, I remember the series before, like they were setting like the mark for like uh free throw shooting. They're in about a, in to a series. Yeah. And then uh Jay Crowder missed one with like 30 oh, seconds right. left and <laughs> they didn't, they didn't get the record. <laughs> but that's, that just shows you like they're a great free throw shooting team. So everybody kind of did that pretty well. But the only person that shoot that shot like a bad percentage was Booker uh, from three at 20%. And that's like the biggest rub on his game. I'm going to nerd out just a second because, I mean, like you've mentioned it before. So I know that I can too, is I have Booker on my fantasy team. And that's the most underwhelming part of his game. How do you, how are you such a good shooter and you can't shoot threes? And he just missed, like, you talked about timely threes. He missed the worst possible threes, like open threes in the, in the, in the closing minutes of, like, several of these games that really would have swung them into, like, um, the Suns' favor. I mean, a lot of these games were, the two first games were kind of, uh, they're not blowouts, but they're, like, decent amount of points. And then um, the Bucks win by 20 in, what was it, game three?
1: Yeah, but the rest of points.
0: them, yeah, the, the rest of them are really close games. Oh, single like, digits down the stretch. Yeah. The last three
1: games, yep. were are all within single digits.
0: And so, like, he hits like a couple more of those, and like each one of those games is is closer, or like he wins a game for them in one of those games, and they lose a game, kind of thing. Trade some of those off. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that he he played awesome. I mean, obviously he's the best player on their team. He's averaged 28, but like he just missed that little bit. If you're gonna pick uh, any nits out there, like box scores, it's like, well, why did they lose? It was because oh. he couldn't hit those timely threes.
1: At game the end. six, 0 for seven. He didn't yeah. hit a single three in the, the deciding right. in the last game, 0 for seven, and that's and he that got why, he got clean looks. He I mean, was Chris not, Paul's on your team. You're getting clean looks, yeah. at least a couple of games. That's what Chris he, Paul gives you.
0: Yeah. He wasn't forcing things. He wasn't shooting like half court shots, like at the end of like a quarter or something like that, that, that I remember. Um, like I said, I watched most of that game. I uh, might've missed like the third quarter, but I, I was just kind of, that's where I think the, the little stat stuff, cause like they were really close in turnovers. They had about the same defensive stats, like steals and blocks, turnovers, and all those things. Uh, the Bucks out-rebounded them a little bit. So, I mean, like you can kind of put some more possessions in there. But the Bucks didn't shoot great. Like no. Middleton and Drew Holiday um, shot bad. Um, or... Um, I shouldn't Not say that,
1: but they weren't they weren't they weren't setting any records though. I mean that's right. Point. He like, shot
0: forty four percent, perfectly fine for it, perfectly average for a um, like a shooting guard, right? Yeah. And he he averaged twenty four points, and so and he shot eighty eight percent from the free throw line. But Drew Holiday shot thirty six percent, and he's your third leading scorer. Yeah. So you so you've got somebody shooting like sub forties, like you shouldn't be able to come back. For, but then of course. Giannis is shooting 60%
1: in the series. I mean, Giannis is the story here. Like, if if you look at the big three in in both sides, like Mm -hmm. overall, they kind of elevated their play into the finals. Like, Booker went from 27.3 to 28.2 a game from playoffs to the finals. Uh, Paul went from 19.2 to 21.8. He actually had Mm -hmm. a nice little bump in points. Mm Ayton actually goes down by a point. Yeah. Um, Holiday goes down by about half a point. Middleton stays almost the same. He's 23.6 and then he's 24 even. But Giannis goes from 30.2 to 35.2 the game. Like, he just hit another level. And uh, that that was the difference. I mean, Mm -hmm. and especially you saw it more and more. It it was funny because it's the Suns, right? So when was the last time the Suns were in the finals? 1993. Who'd they have to play against? Jordan. Jordan, right? And I remember vividly that series. We've talked about this before. Like, I kind of wanted the Suns to win that series. I It's like, all right, I like Charles Barkley. He's a funny guy. Um, Bulls have won a couple of times. You know, that, that whole, we talked about earlier, you live long enough to become the villain. I was willing to cheer against Michael Jordan a little bit, you know, not, not mm-hmm. hardcore, not like I do against <laughs> LeBron, Tom Brady, anybody else. But I wanted the Suns to win. Yep, I was rocking the Kevin Johnson jersey in those days occasionally, right? <laughs> and you just felt helpless as a Suns fan that no matter what your team did, Jordan just topped it. Yeah. You know, I, I looked it up because Barkley in that series, uh, 27.3 points, 13 rebounds, five and a half Yeah, and a half. Yeah, he had a good series. Like, yeah. Totally good series Was the MVP that year in the regular season. Jordan in the finals, 41 points. <laughs> <laughs> Eight and a half boards, six point three rebounds. Like he
0: was so mad that so mad. Like, he was so mad that Barkley won That's, that. Uh, it's the if, Jordan if the game. The NBA like, had just
1: shafted him on MVP votes more often. He might have won more than the six. I don't know. Um, <laughs> just so mad. At the but it almost it wasn't the same level. I'm not trying to put Giannis in Michael Jordan terms. It was anything, pretty close, though. but it, it had the same feeling. feeling like yeah. mm-hmm. watching the Suns because I, I kind of wanted the Suns to win if I was picking, I didn't have a big horse in this race. Like I
0: felt that I kind of felt the same way. I was like, I, I I like both teams, but like you, you kind of feel for Chris Paul, like guy that, that even though you don't like him as a player, like he kind of like, like, I don't like his antics, like always chewing out the the spurs when he was on the stupid hornet when he was in new Orleans, I hated that guy. Yeah. You respect, (laughs) you respect how good he is and like how, how well he plays the position elevating his team's play and so you're like, oh, okay, maybe this is the last time he gets a chance to do it. So you just kind of lean a
1: little bit. Yeah, you know, that, Phoenix but... has never won. So, yeah. you know, you lean. and, and they're, they're right next door. We kind of, we're neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I was kind of pulling for Phoenix. So when they win the first two games, I'm, you know, like, cool. All right, the Bucks are going to come back. And yep. then that game five, like where Phoenix mm. comes out mm-hmm. early, it just looks like they're just going to blow them out. And then I actually didn't watch for a little while. Like I was doing stuff. I watched some of the first quarter when they were just lighting it up. And I go back later. To try and catch the end and it was over and the bucks win and i'm like what happened so i had to go back and watch all yeah. these highlights and from that point on especially in that last game it just felt overpowered and overwhelmed by Giannis. Hmm. like mm-hmm. it was just this inevitable feel of no matter what you do he's going to one-up you like yeah. you're going to try something and he's going to counter it that he was just kind of unstoppable in some ways by that last game and for him it was on both ends man some of those blocks in game six <laughs> Yeah.
0: The, so I had the, the complete opposite view of uh, game five. I, I got to watch like the last um, eight or nine minutes. So I come in and they're down by like 13 and they kind of trade baskets for a little while. The Suns are, yeah. um, they trade baskets for a little while. And I'm like, just about to be like, all right, I'm going to turn this off and go to bed. Like it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty done. And Phoenix goes on that 11 to two run. And it's like, maybe like two minutes left, um, if I'm not mistaken. And Booker gets down there. And he's like scoring, and he, he gets them really close. And it's like down to like a minute and a half then. And uh, he, he gets that Kobe trap play that I've seen a million times <laughs> because they're playing like four out. They're letting him play hero ball. It's like the uh, the isolation on um, holiday. And that's what they are No they had it iso on um, middleton the holiday cheats off of his player and like they kind of they move him into like the middle and everybody's standing around on their little four out play and he has nowhere to go cuz he finally figured out oh they they knew exactly where i wanted to go cuz he was doing the same thing that paul does and he gets into that that little elbow um, like little mid-range jumper, and he went right to the same spot. And they were like, oh, we, we know exactly what you're doing. Drew Holiday just turns around, swipes at it, gets it. Oh, Holiday did have he, – he, he was playing him because he was the one that, that gets the ball. They go down the other side, and they throw the oop to, oh, uh, to Giannis, and then Paul makes that boneheaded play where he shoves him. Cause he's just trying to like not give up a, it's like one of those, like, yeah, if you have the ability to do it in a playoff game, don't give up a cheap um, two points but it was already going in. He's above the rim. He's just soaring above the rim over you. Chris Paul's not physically stopping you. Yeah. So, and so he gets the, and of course he makes the free throw to like, put it like out of reach. It was like five minutes. It was like five after that. And then they just kind of start trading baskets and, and free throws and they were getting it into Middleton and, and, and stuff like that. So it, it was kind of a wrap at that point, but I was just, those were the things that haunted the Suns Like, and um paul had a couple of like boneheaded plays where he just dribbled off like his foot or or just lost over. his hander yeah. yeah and like crowder had one too late in one of the games where he was like looking for a foul and we were like everyone saw like in the in the arena and on tv that no one was near you you just yeah. lost the ball so it's it's tough to like see how close a game that is and and just see how they they shot so well and didn't really Kill themselves a whole lot, but when they did kill themselves, it was the worst possible time to do it at the end of the game.
1: You know, that, so yeah, they they had bad timing with those moments, and, and the Bucks had good timing with the threes mm, they did mm-hmm. hit. That you know they hit some daggers and hit the yeah. shots. And
0: Middleton was great when he needed to be. It was like he always saved his best for like the last, like little bit of the game he could be like having a bad game and then like that last little fourth quarter he would just be like oh okay I'm gonna just like turn it on and like hit my my, my next five you know yeah. and it's just like
1: oh crap yeah but, once Middleton's hitting yeah and then once after Gian, you know the first couple games because Giannis missed the end of the, the conference finals with injury and so everyone was kind of you know wondering like is he even gonna be able to play with his knee and all that stuff and like first game you could see he was back but he wasn't fully himself. And then that second game, he just busted out. And we all thought, I mean, it was 40 something points in game two and they still lost. Um, But you're like, all right, at least Giannis is back, like being Mm -hmm. himself. And then he just kept finding new gears. It felt like as the series went on, like defensively Mm -hmm. and just, just owning that series, like just taking control.
0: The, the, I think a lot of people are going to remember the alley-oop from uh, Drew that I just talked about. Yeah. But the one that I think is probably going to live on forever is the rec- the um, the step up to the recovery on Paul and blocking Aiden's
1: alley-oop. The alley-oop like, block. I, like, watching that in real time, I, I had to look like I'm so glad they showed it 50 times because I'm like, what did I just see? Like, Did right. Aiden just drop the ball or did he really make it there? And no, he yeah. made it there. And He's...
0: he's literally like the only like him and LeBron I'll give LeBron this him and LeBron are probably the only two people that could possibly have like the athleticism to and the quickness and the jumping ability to like pull that playoff yeah like I know that there's some like great defenders out there like defensive players of the year but you have to have like that like complete package and like Giannis is just of course like seven feet like LeBron six nine he's a big dude like he may not get there just quite but Giannis is just so fast and so long and so strong like he still had to block Aiden who's like a big dude I mean he's not like huge but still like he's up there right but still yeah small guy
1: himself
0: yeah so I, I think that one was is gonna be probably
1: his key play um, from this one yeah um, that spot value and it both neither of those occur in the closeout game right which historically completely speaking, dominates yeah is I, you have to ask the question is this the best closeout game in nba finals history like i only found two things even close if you're limiting it to the closeout closeout game, game? Mm-hmm. um there's a lot of great nba finals games that are on that level but they're like game right. one game two mm-hmm. um Shaq has like five of them <laughs> Sorry. Um, he does. He does. Um, Bob Pettit, 1958. Yes. Goes 50 and 19 Dang. to close out the Celtics in the middle. Like, you know, they have that year in their, that oh, run. Wow. In the middle of the mm-hmm. like 11 and 13, one of those mm-hmm. ones that they don't get it. Bob Pettit wow. outs 50 and 19 Dang. in game six to close them out. Um, and since you're going to throw out Shaq things, I'm just going to throw out Duncan, 2003, the closeout game. Uh-huh. Uh, 21 points. 20 rebounds, 10 assists, 8 blocks. He almost I remember goes for that the one. Quad double. double. Oh almost. <laughs> almost got the quad double. But
0: Wait, I, what year was that? 03? Oh, three? Oh, 03. So that's Pistons? Uh, Cavs.
1: Cavs. Cavs. No. Nets. They played the Nets. Uh, Nets. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one we all forget about because it was 03 and nobody that's cared. Right. Yep. I was more stomping on the Nets for several years. We just took turns.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it, it doesn't compare to the Giannis's 50 I just have to give timmy some love a quad, a quad double is pretty awesome it like, is or a, um, cl- even a close to one yeah but 50 14 boards five blocks it was it was up there it's in the conversation for sure for sure especially his free throw
0: like just just completely. Like flipping the script
1: on his like his woes you know just owning it like yeah. did, did ben simmons watch that we already talked about it. like like <laughs> he's struggling with free throw line he's taking all this time they're just mm-hmm. relentless on the road counting down yeah. every time he's out there mm-hmm. and he just stepped in and smiled about it. like fine i'm just just stepped into the face of it and did not care yeah he was he was doing it on the parade did you see that footage like oh no the victory parade he's doing the little free throw <laughs> thing and they're all counting and every you know everybody's having a good time with it just own it yeah don't let it psych you out so
0: some of the other stuff that i have is a little bit um kind of overarching with uh, some more of the the questions that i have about like everyone always likes to talk about it afterwards like hey what does this change the nba does it does it change the nba at all so i talked about like the league focusing on shooting. Has there ever been a non-zero like offensive player? If I could say that correctly, has there been a worse offensive player that plays major minutes on an NBA champion since Bruce Bowen? I looked through all of them.
1: I'm not thinking Bruce PJ, Bowen zero because Bruce Bowen had one offensive skill. He could take corner three.
0: Correct, but he also in the the year that, the last year that he played that they won the title, he averaged six points a game. Wow!
1: I think everybody everybody would still else go Rodman is... as the ultimate non offensive okay. player ever. Okay, that actually contributed. Okay, because um, I mean he literally had plenty of nights where know, he put right. up zero and didn't yeah. care. He, okay, he had like twenty eight million rebounds. And... But are we going to compare PJ Tucker to Rodman? I think that might be a better call. i think pj tucker would appreciate that too i think i think there's some attitude that's i don't know he's definitely in that bruce bowen dennis rodman yeah i'm gonna beat the tar out of you on defense and that's all i'm here to do like and you could see like
0: even though like paul and booker like played like really well and shot really well everything was so hard for them yeah everything was so hard
1: it down like, wore them down. Yeah. As, as the series went on some of those, I mean, you mentioned Crowder, like mm. looking for the foul, but I mean, you saw a lot of that from them too. Cause they were just, yeah. the Bucks were so physical and Tucker was at the Tucker was doing that holiday yeah, incredibly physical with those guys. yeah. And they yep. just, they beat them up and made them work so hard for everything that it was hard to keep up. And when, when you throw Giannis on the other side, who's just revving it up to new heights, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, I'm gonna drop a few forties. Oh, we're gonna get to game six. I'm gonna make it fifty just to just send you home now. Yeah.
0: That was the big thing with Holiday. You you saw that he was struggling offensively and he can always fall back on his defense. Whereas Bledsoe, like he's he was a decent defender, but he was smaller. And so like he, I mean, he would like play passing lanes and mean, he's, he's never been mistaken for a, like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to lock you up. He's just a small dude, you know? So whenever he was failing offensively last year, he just had nothing to fall back on. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest change in this Bucks team this year was that holiday, even though he wasn't playing well, he could contribute in some way by making it harder on other players, on other, the other team's backcourt. Yeah.
1: Did, did Eric Bledsoe watch one single second of these NBA no, finals or did he skip in protest not. for the two teams that have passed, yeah. have passed him on, right? Yeah. The anti, no. the anti-Bledsoe <laughs> finals.
0: Um, the, so, so what do you think of the current, I keep keep talking about this overall, what do you think of the current product of NBA? I know a lot of people that we talk to, um, whether or not you, uh, let's leave aside the whole, like, um, uh, social justice part of it, but just the product of like the NBA, like what do you enjoy it?
1: New. Um, I've always, if, if I had to pick between college basketball and NBA, I'm more of a college guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I enjoy that more. The, the feeling of it, um, which, which it starts to get more close when you get to the NBA playoffs and especially mm-hmm. the finals. Like you finally have a little more investment. Um, yeah. Like, you know, I've been to NBA regular season games and half the people there have no more excitement than if they were at a little league game for their <laughs> second cousin's <laughs> son or something. You know, some distant relative that they got dragged to go watch this little kid play t-ball or something. Like, they're hanging out. They're there. Maybe if it's a close game, they get excited for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, but I've just always been a little better. But I'm more excited now than I have been in the last few years. Like these mm-hmm. playoffs certainly in, drew me in more than I have been yeah. in the last few years. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a LeBron guy. I feel like I say that a lot cause it's always true. <laughs> so sorry. It's not, um, no, I'm a Lakers fan and I'm not like, like, yeah, I already um, didn't like the Lakers and now you picked yeah. like the worst guy you could possibly have <laughs> on your team. Right. It's a perfect marriage <laughs> for me cause I only get to like dislike one thing instead of there multiple you go. things. Um, there you go. but it, it was exciting to see these playoffs and see some more people kind of come out you know Giannis finally finally make this step it'll be interesting to see where we go from there with that does yeah. he does he become more dynasty you know do we have some more bucks runs or does this become like dirk nowitzki's one title i think it's dirk nowitzki's one title like big
0: time like i i and i hate to say that because i love Giannis. i love him like he's He's one of my favorite players like in the league. And so I, I was, ex- like I said, like, hey, I was kind of going for the Suns. They're closer in proximity geographically, like Paul and all that stuff. Booker was on my fantasy team. It was just kind of one of those, like, uh, some of its parts kind of things. But I was just so happy for him because he just genuinely seems like a good dude and a good teammate. Um, and he's just a fantastic to watch play. You know, yeah. he's the, um, the antithesis of a lot of what, the current um superstars are he kind of goes back to the shack era where it's not like it's layups and dunks but in a totally like different way he's just a gazelle out there just like running past people and twirling around them and like putting it in or dunking it instead of um just kind of the normal like rim running like big guy right now it's just like oh I'm just going to wait for a, a rebound to, to bounce off and I'm going to dunk it back in or, oh yeah, Chris Paul and I ran that uh, alley play like five times. And so I got like 10 points, you know, kind of what Aiden does in the Suns. Like he's, he's really good at it and he's got some other skills that go along with it. But Giannis is just so like, it, it's, it's it, like Incredibly. LeBron and Shaq had a baby. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I that, that's a perfect uh uh comp on it. It's just he's so good with the ball to get to where he wants to be. Like if he ever learned how to shoot, he would be absolutely unstoppable. And I know we're on year 3 of saying that. Uh probably even year 4, but the dude's won two MVPs and a finals. Like he's just fine without it, but like yeah. good grief. Like like he would be like Kevin Durant, like unstoppable uh, as an offensive player. But then you see him out there playing defense and hustling his heart and running and like making those blocks that we were talking about too. It's just, it's so impressive.
1: It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they come back with. Um, it, it feels more wide open than it has in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I enjoyed the warriors for a while. I, I, you hit the nail on the head earlier. Like when you said, like once they brought in Kevin Durant, then they weren't fun anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Like that was really the thing that made them more of a villain. Um, And if they hadn't done that, they'd be a lot more fun. But now we're back to that fun. Hopefully if, if Clay Thompson ever gets healthy again. Right. Um, But I mean, you got so many possibilities. Like this Bucks team is still largely intact again next year. The Suns could be as long as Paul comes back. Uh, Lakers get healthy. Warriors get healthy. You mm-hmm. haven't even factored in, like, Jazz yeah, and Nuggets or Sixers, whatever they end up doing there. Makes like, up Young, a bunch of cap more. space. Did you know
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it makes me It makes me feel good on the one hand as, as an overall basketball fan. It's like, mm-hmm. man, there's a lot of possibilities here. As a Spurs fan, it makes me feel depressed because yeah. um, there's way too many things in our way. Um, I don't think the Spurs, we've gotten that much worse so that we quit making the playoffs. I think everybody else got, we, we got some worse and everybody else got a whole lot better yeah. um, that there's just so much, a huge field to get through to even make the playoffs. But once you're in, man, I think, I think the possibilities are, it could be anybody just about, and that's, that's exciting. That's fun as a fan. Yeah. Overall, I agree. I
0: agree with you with the product, like the, but like the, the gameplay, like the kind of the five out NBA, like like everybody, everybody being kind of like on the three point line and somebody like taking somebody like an isolation can get a little tough to watch at times, especially when the bad teams do it. But whenever you're seeing like good teams play, like it's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, the NBA is just dunks or a three-pointer these days. And there's a lot of three-point shooting. Um, but it's funny that, like, people mention it. It's like college basketball is literally dunks or three points. And everybody's always talked about how the yeah. d- college basketball and, is better than the, the NBA. And it's been dunks and three points for, like,
1: years, <laughs> Forever. Yeah. like, yeah. decades.
0: This is yeah. not new. Yeah. yeah. So so I, I still like it. I mean, everyone kind of harkens back to, like, their childhood NBA versus like their, the adulthood NBA. Whoa, it's not like what I'm used to. I hated the nineties, like defensive, like, like Nick's heat. Oh, just oh, turn it It's like off. watching a wrestling
1: match. Yeah. Like, like might as eight, well turn on WWE. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 75 to 67, like final scores. Like, no, get, get that out of here. I, I was just watching I, for the inevitable fight. That's true too. The, the Jeff Van Gundy, like falling on the ground on a loop. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if if you're, if we're going to go back to that, like I, I'd rather see this because I still think like, as, as we mentioned, like in that buck series, like there's still defensive being played. Oh, yeah. It's just not the physical like caliber that like two, two dudes just wrestling with hand well, check
1: rules. all I the mean, time. one, the rules change. So you can't, but two, the, the game yeah. style, like the mm-hmm. gameplay has changed so much that you can't because you don't have guys just crashing into the lane every four right. seconds, except for Giannis. Yeah. Um, like that's not how they play, and so it just doesn't lend itself to that. Which I'm fine with. I like that and, better.
0: Yeah, me too. And I, and I think that even if they did institute hand checking rules, like the 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 range of NBA players these days is just so great that they wouldn't put a, be able to put a hand on anybody. Like think about like oh you're gonna try to hand check me up at the top of like the logo like i'm gonna blow past you and you have no help or you're gonna back off to hopefully hand check me near the three point line i'm just gonna rain from the logo because it's dame willard or trey young or anybody that steph curry that can actually shoot from there like a decent percentage you have to play them that way so you're playing with your feet instead of with your hands anyway like like any good basketball coach would teach you
1: right right (laughs) feet For defense about um, yeah no i i've definitely like this the flow of this game much better than when we're you know do do i nostalgically miss watching michael jordan play of course because yeah he'll still be the goat for us mm-hmm. um probably forever because that was he was definitely unquestionably the greatest during our adolescence and stuff yeah um so i mean in that hand i get nostalgic for the old days but mm-hmm. you know the style of play is so much more fun to watch now i'll I can watch random people play yeah. when I'm not even invested. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a Spurs fan. My team hadn't made the playoffs in two years. I still watched a whole lot of playoff basketball this year. So, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, what's the last thing? Okay. So kind of going back to um, observations on the games with uh, the Suns, this is the last thing I had that I forgot to shoot, uh, talk about. And I, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts because – I pretend that I, I know enough about basketball. You actually played and definitely know like what's I played high school basketball. Let's just no, be clear there. That's, that's, that's way better than, than, than what I did. Like game six, we're watching um, Aiden just get eaten alive by Giannis. And like Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy are literally trying to coach him up in the middle of the game, like telling him to get square, like step up, take the contact, like all of these things, like, and it kind of goes along with like all of the things that we just kind of talked about and kind of underscores this last point, I guess. So it's probably good that I left it till the last, but like, do you think that it was like a, a combination of things like Aiton's just not used to a guy that's that physical because like everybody in the the league isn't as physical at his position anymore um do you think that because Sarge was out like they had zero like big depth and so Kaminsky comes in for Crowder and I I I texted you I was like oh crap Kaminsky's in like (laughs) Kaminsky's in like two minutes into the first quarter like sons are done like and yeah. they were they were getting they were getting hammered and then all of a sudden he pulls like three or four baskets out just boom 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 like they got him like a couple of easy cheap baskets that like he sealed off his dude he got like an offensive rebound and put back um it but getting back to Aiden like do you think that that was like their like Monty Williams was like I'll I'll let I'll let Giannis run wild because he's going to get his, but we're going to get him into some fouls he's going to shoot his 60% and
1: we're still going to win the game. I think some of it, not only is Giannis physical and big enough, but you mentioned earlier, like he's an athletic Mm. freak. Mm. I mean, the reason that's his nickname, the Greek freak, like he has this just unparalleled size athleticism combo that I think is too much for just about anybody to handle. Yeah. Um, and you could kind of see it just wear eight and down has the series been on. Like, and, and overall, I mean, the Suns, I, we texted about this during game six. Like, they looked overwhelmed and scared by that sixth game. And there was like yeah. this frantic pace mm. to their mm-hmm. game. Like, they were out of control, trying to hang on, like, just literally running for their lives. It felt like all the time, like, just trying to hang on anything they could to stay in that game. Yeah. And I think it was just too much. Um, yeah, even though the bucks point. had,
0: yeah, even though the bucks hadn't been there yet, like they were definitely more playoff tested than yeah. than the Suns were. I mean, a lot of their guys, the core of their guys, Lopez, Middleton, Holiday, are all like in their thirties. Yeah, I mean, it's just Giannis that's twenty six, and you can't. He, you every can't time they keep that saying, saying that, 26, I'm like he's only twenty right? six, he's been playing
1: for like twenty <laughs> years already, hadn't he? I don't yeah. remember the NBA without Giannis. Um, yeah. Man, those pictures they kept showing of Giannis from his, like, rookie year. And how oh, my gosh. he just gotten huge. Like, it's crazy to look at. Don't, don't take this the wrong way,
0: but it kind of looks like Barry Bonds, like, whenever he used to play for the <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates, and then whenever he played
1: for the Giants.
0: Not saying that Giannis has any performance enhancing drugs. but No, like, this
1: is just an, a, like, 18-year-old becoming a 26-year-old. Exactly. So. Like, he's he was a boy. Yeah. And he became a man. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Barry Bonds was already a man who became <laughs> a giant headed man? <laughs> man. Jonas's head was the same size in those pictures. We're okay. That's true. That's true. It's
0: just his shoulders
1: grew to the, the size of a large mountain.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Now it'd be interesting with, with Aiden, Kind of getting back to that, like I remember him in college and everybody always talked about it, you know, how mm-hmm. great of a prospect he was, how good he was supposed to be. And I never really saw it at Arizona. Mm-hmm. like the little bits of him I got. And some of that, like he was hurt and there was all the eligibility stuff with him, right? Like he didn't get to play yeah. a ton yeah. in college. Didn't he have to miss like the first part of the season? Yeah, I think something missed, was like, weird the first semester, yeah. Um, and so like, I was always like, okay, I mean, like I can kind of see where there's the potential. And man, I saw, I was way, I was seriously impressed by Ayton for most of the playoffs. Was like, wow, he actually is really good. Like we're, yeah. I haven't been paying attention to this guy. Right um, up
0: until this series, he was like, everyone was losing their mind. Like, oh, has he turned the corner? Is he one of the best bigs in the... And I didn't get to see, like, game in, game out. And highlights, it's hard to see, like, with some of those improvements, yeah. like, what he's doing. Um, because, like I said, it's like a, a putback here, a uh Ali there from uh paul like he's he's stretched. he's got a little bit of a good he's got a little bit
1: of a jumper that he can, Enough he can that, go to you yeah to to keep attention. people honest yep yeah mm-hmm. um his rebounding impressed me more yeah. in the early rounds especially like mm-hmm. there was he had like a 19 rebound game i think right. in the conference finals somewhere he was just ripping down everything it felt like and, and then you got to the finals and no Giannis was ripping all those down like and he still had
0: like a good i was ready to like be like oh yeah aiden like just didn't didn't do well in the
1: finals no, he's still he still average 12 yeah, more game
0: yeah he shot 53 percent 90 percent from the free throw line like he's a big he's shooting 90 percent from the free you've been too many
1: years with shaq that's you're just skewed okay
0: 90 percent, 90 that's like guard stuff man like Anyway, um, a steal like a steal and a half and a block and a half, uh, per game, couple assists. Like, I mean, he played really well. Like and he always stayed out of foul trouble, but I think that that was the problem was that they were constantly being like, Hey, you got to stay out of foul trouble. Cause we're, we're so thin. Yeah. We can't handle you. Um, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. I know that the playoffs usually run like really tight, um, uh, rotations, I felt like every single one of these guys played way too many minutes.
1: Like, was, just a little Dens, bit. Especially down like I think that really yeah. wore on the Suns. They started looking yeah. gassed mm-hmm. way more than the Bucks did. And some of that comes to that depth. Some of it Booker always had to be scoring. A yeah. always had to be rematch. Like they had mm-hmm. their, their big three has their one role. I mean like Paul can score and kind right. of do a little bit of, of a lot of other stuff, but he's like the assist guy and Booker's the scoring guy. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks on the other hand, like Middleton and just fill in i mean yeah. he's not he's not yannis but if Giannis needs to go rest or when Giannis was hurt like middleton right. can do all, all that stuff you know that it's a little more balanced on that side yeah i thought that um monty
0: williams was a little too scared to trust some of his younger guys like as soon as like cameron johnson got into the game and he threw up a couple bricks he was just like help. Nope can't do this yeah and he, and, and he just threw and then campaign uh gets into that he shot them right back into that game like, literally two seconds after i texted you like hey uh looks like the suns are gonna go down in this game and it was good it was good playoffs but the finals kind of uh, loses steam it turns into a great game even though they win by like seven at the end that was just kind of still some free throw stuff but yeah campaign comes in and turns the game around like goes on like a, I think he scored like ten straight points or something like that. Maybe eight straight. Hit like two threes and like um like a couple of layups, and then he gets yanked. He plays ten minutes and he doesn't see the the floor the rest of the night. And I get it. You want to play Chris Paul and and Booker like big minutes,
1: but like you said, they seemed
0: gassed by well, the especially end. Especially
1: like we talked about going against Tucker and Holiday mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. night. Like yep, it was exhausting minutes. Yeah, yeah. Use him no, as, nobody, a, as an ability to kind of keep nobody um, on the Suns bench. Fresh. Johnson had sixteen. Payne played ten. Kaminsky played eleven. Craig played mm. one minute. Yeah, that's it. Like that's all there. Everybody that started, Aiton only had thirty six minutes, and that was more because of fouls than because right. of desire. Like he had mm-hmm. to take him out. Everybody else, Booker forty six. Crowder had forty one. Crowder played forty one minutes. That's the one right there.
0: Like,
1: yeah, and Bridges playing thirty nine. And he right. got in early foul trouble too. Yeah, Crowder did because that's, that's when Kaminsky three. came in. Yeah, yeah. he had he like got the a two early quick. And...
0: Yeah, and then he got he got bounced for Kaminsky, and then and got but I mean, there's no reason
1: to be reliant on Crowder and Bridges that much over Johnson, Payne, and the way Kaminsky came in. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Payne had 10 points on four of six, hit two two for two from three. Yeah, like Jay Crowder was two of nine from three. <laughs> like, let's let Payne come he take just, some of those he shots. Just, they they had a great game. I'll, I'll give the
0: Bucks that. They were like, we're going to let Jay Crowder shoot, as and many threes, he, as, he as many threes <laughs> as he wants. He shot forty percent for the uh, for the series. But you're right. Like, he did not shoot well that last game. Like, he just seemed like he kept getting wide open looks, and they were like, don't care. So yeah, yeah. Um,
1: they were going to let Jay Crowder get hot and lose. They were going to be fine with that.
0: One of my—I um, forgot to write it down, um, but it was in one of my original. Uh, maybe it was on my uh, uh, my iPhone notes. Um, I forgot that I had these. Uh, I'm going to go back to these. Um, Bobby Portis' crazy eyes on a national level was one Aww. of my favorite things of the NBA Finals. Like that was so insane. That was fun. <laughs> um, every time I thought the Bucks would run away with the game, they would do something stupid, like. Like so, we, we've we've been killing the Suns a lot because they obviously lost, and you want to kind of give like revisionist history and be like, oh yeah, Bucks played great. Blah, 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 blah. Like there were so many times in these games that like they could have just run away with it, and they would do the same thing as the as the Suns. Like uh, Middleton would just kind of jack up a stupid shot. Drew Holiday would blow a couple of layups back to
1: back. My favorite is when Giannis walked. In the back. Yes. For no reason. And he just just looked at the. Just holds the ball and takes two steps before he dribbles. And then he's like, what?
0: He looks at the ref like, you've never called that on me in my entire life. No,
1: that was the, you would never call that on LeBron look. Oh. That's what that looked
0: Yeah. That's where I had the not since Bruce Bowen. Has there been a team win the championship with an offensive zero so involved as PJ Tucker? Um, I think you're right. I still still stand by that one. I think you're right. I think you're right. Because at one point in time, and like I'll I'll fully cop to, I don't know like all the ins and outs of the uh, current defensive rules with like defensive three seconds and all that other stuff, but you could see like Paul cheating, like playing free safety, like standing on the, like Tucker's over in the corner because he's waiting for his Bruce Bowen three because that's the only thing he can possibly do too. Um, And Paul's like all the way onto like the block waiting to try to cheat. And like Middleton and Giannis are just playing the two-man game over on the other side, so that like if the uh, if the the wing player like cheats down on Giannis to help double team him, boom, Middleton's open for a three. You know, and I was just like, how, how do we talk about how these offensive players like that can't shoot, can't
1: get on the floor in an NBA game at the in the in the playoffs? Well, Since there's on always the floor. everybody has one. It yeah. seems like if you really yeah. start thinking about going back, like you've got. He goes back to Rodman. You got Bruce Bowen. You got Ben Wallace on those Pistons days. Like, he had plenty. Yeah. He, he was good for a putback dunk now and then. But right. nothing else. I'm no, not an offense. You never ran any offensive sets. But but, they... but P.J. Tucker's supposed to be playing, like,
0: shooting guard small forward, though. Yeah. Like, I, I get it, like, a little bit. Maybe I just didn't. Maybe I should say um. uh, a wing. uh uh, or or guard
1: player because you definitely have some of those like powerful. Maybe that probably did. Iguodala like on the on the Warriors was kind of that guy sometimes. He could yeah. score, but he had plenty of games where he was basically just here to play okay. defense and didn't score
0: on the Warriors. Yes, yes, on the Warriors. But, like, but he was an Warriors. all he was an all star with the, the oh, Sixers, yeah. so I I almost put him in that, and then I
1: was like, no, nah, that's disrespectful to Iguodala. I'll that was more him just finding a role Roll. as he got older. Yep. Um, yeah, but, yeah, and that's kind of what PJ Tucker's done here. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm here to be the bully. And uh, yeah. knock Devin Booker down as many times as possible. Yeah, I was
0: just so impressed with Bobby Portis in those last two games. I'm like looking he def- at his stat line
1: in Game Six, man.
0: Yeah, he was 15. just so yeah, so efficient. You know, he's gonna people are gonna remember that, and he's gonna make like uh, some money this off I think he can opt out, um, but he's only been in the league five years. Doesn't he seem like he's been
1: around forever? Yes, but that's also because he's like Kevin Garnett win like yeah <laughs> that's, it has like 90 percent to do with their mannerisms like that's true and he th- does. Th- that he like just grew he's... up watching lots of KG highlights and they're just ingrained in him and so that's <laughs> just how he acts i don't know yeah um no i mean portis was their saving grace he's their yeah. only bench points in the last game and went over four from the field in game six couldn't hit a thing yeah um jeff teague only played two minutes and portis right. was six of ten and Lopez had some really timely
0: shots in Lopez Game Six. Did. Yeah, he had that floater. It was the most awkward floater I've ever. Did you see that one? Lopez like... should never be allowed to do
1: a floater. <laughs> this should be this should be an automatic like whistle blow play over. No, we're not. Somebody swat the ball out yeah. so that we don't have to watch the end of this.
0: Like I can guarantee that like uh, Budenholzer, like as soon as he left, like and it left his hand, it was the typical coach like, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, cool, <laughs> okay, good okay. shot, good shot, yeah. I, I just i was like how did he make that that's when i f- kind of knew that the bucks were gonna win was when he threw that shot up there and he made when
1: it rick lopez is making floaters or something in the air
0: and it was like a free throw line floater too yeah oh, it was man.
1: fantastic
0: okay all right i think we're going a little too deep now um i'm talking about brick lopez floaters in like the second quarter of the game and how it turned the game like that's when you know you should have won yeah. the
1: mvp oh wait <laughs> too hot okay never mind
0: <laughs> all right well that's a wrap for us uh we hope you like this uh just rambling on and on about uh the nba i know that some people out there are like i could care less about the nba but andy benton this was definitely for you if you didn't pay attention to any of the um the playoffs this, and there was not
1: just, one reference to a college basketball team that you hate yeah that that's count? true that, i didn't say their name so it doesn't count no
0: no that's that's, that's awesome. So um, if you have any uh, uh, thoughts on what you liked about the playoffs uh, or the finals, um, post them at the uh, Facebook page, The Fileo Podcast, uh, or comment on Instagram. You can also shoot us an email and tell us how wrong we are, or you can just text us and tell us your stuff like some people like to do. <laughs> instead of posting it on Facebook No, just kidding um, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get back to you I, I feel like this is a fun topic to talk about so it'd be cool to kind of have some back and forth in the, the Facebook page even though I know that there are very few people uh, that would engage on it I still think it's fun um, so uh, good job buyers great brownies great brownies.